The Lord be with you. And with your A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Again, Jesus left the district of Tyre and went by way of Sidon to the Sea of Galilee into the district of the Decapolis. And people brought to him a deaf man who had a speech impediment and begged him to lay his hand on him. He took him off by himself away from the crowd. He put his finger into the man's ears and spitting, tucked his tongue. Then he looked up to heaven and groaned and said to him, Ephata, that is, be opened. And immediately the man's ears were opened. His speech impediment was removed and he spoke plainly. He ordered them not to tell anyone. But the more he ordered them not to, the more they proclaimed it. They were exceedingly astonished, and they said, He has done all things well. He makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. The Gospel of the Lord. He has done all things well. Praise the Lord, my soul. Praise the Lord, my soul. The responsorial psalm says it. And in the first reading, the prophet Isaiah said, Thus says the Lord, Say to those whose hearts are frightened, Be strong. Fear not, here is your God. Say to those who are discouraged, say to those who are afraid, be strong, do not fear. Dear friends in Christ, are you afraid? It's a question. Are you afraid? Are you scared? Dear friends, God cares for his church. I don't know what your fear is and what my fear is. I like your response. You said sometimes, yes. yes. And in this moment or at this time in the U.S. right now, we as a church, we are afraid. Yes. Yes. We are afraid. But God cares for his church. And he speaks to us through the prophet Isaiah this morning. Do not be afraid. Here is your God. God is reminding us that he is with us no matter what is happening around us. Yes. He promised long ago and the scriptures cannot be broken. The scriptures cannot be broken. He promised long ago, you are Peter and upon this rock I will build my church. He didn't say the Pope will build a church. He didn't say the bishop will build a church. He didn't say the priest will build a church. He said, I will build my church. Jesus is the builder of his church. Jesus will take care of his church. Irrespective of what is happening now in the church, the Lord himself is purifying his church. 
And the church is coming out stronger, holier, and be more full of joy. God cares for his church. So whatever is causing fear and panic, the Lord says to you and I, and the Lord is saying to the church, do not be afraid. God has said in his word that you can be unfaithful, but I will remain faithful. You can be unfaithful, but I will remain unfaithful. And I like that part of the prayer in the Eucharistic prayers where the priest says, Lord Jesus Christ, look not unto our sins, but on the faith of your church. Look not unto our sins, but on the faith of your church. Friends, the faith of the church is unshakable. Our individual faiths may fail, but the faith of the church cannot fail. And so God is looking at his church. And the gates of hell cannot overcome the church. Yes, we are called to be responsible. And we will rise up and clear our mess. We have to repent. But this is not a time for us to be complaining and be insulting and be judging, passing judgment. Second reading says we shouldn't pass any judgment. This is a time for us to sit down and call upon our God. Isaiah said, here is your God. The God, our God in the Eucharist. This is the time we have to do a lot of penance, a lot of Eucharistic adoration, pouring out our hearts. God is calling the church back to prayer. In James chapter 5, verse 13, James asked the question, is any one of you in trouble? Is anyone in trouble? Let him pray. If anyone is in trouble, he should pray. The church is going through trouble now. This is not a time to complain. This is not a time to point fingers. This is the time to pray. And Isaiah says, the Lord your God is with you. He is here. And he says, be strong. And if your fear is as a result of your personal issue, that same word of God addresses you and says, do not be afraid. Because the good news and the truth is that God cares about you. And friends, God cares about his church. God cares about his church. He shared his blood for her. You think God will sit down and allow his blood to go waste? Let us do our part as members of the church. Let us be responsible. Let us rise up and repent. He calls on us to repent and trace our roots back to him. That is the way forward. Let us not discriminate. We are told in the, in the, in the second reading. As people who, who adhere to the faith, as believers, there should be no distinction amongst us. Jesus didn't show any distinction. We are told in the gospel, these people brought a man who had a speech impediment. Jesus didn't ask about his background. Jesus didn't ask whether he was from a rich family or not. All we are told is that Jesus took him aside and attended to him. This is not a time for us to be discriminating. It's not a time for us to be partial. It is a time for us to remember who the church is and what the church is called, Catholic Church. We are all embracing precisely because Jesus died for all. We should be all accommodating, but we must set categorically clear what the church teaches, what the faith teaches. He says, as you adhere to the faith, 
my brothers and sisters show no partiality as you adhere to the faith in our glorious lord jesus christ and our faith is spelled out in the creed we don't discriminate but we condemn all acts that are contrary to our constitution the word of god we love all the church loves all are you surprised why all people are rising up against the church don't be don't be and no one can drown our voice no matter what the church will still speak up and still stand for the truth the word of god that is what we are called to do this morning god is calling us and friends he says here is your god here is your god isaiah is drawing our attention to the real presence god promised never to leave us nor forsake us god is with you god is with us and god is with the church so don't be scared don't be afraid isaiah is reminding us is reminding us here is your god the god of the catholic church so to speak is alive and he is with us the people in the gospel why didn't they take the dumb and mute man to any other place but to jesus they recognized who jesus is and was and they knew where he is and was and so they took the damp man there what whatever in our life appears to be dumb whatever in our lives appears to be mute be it the church or our personal issues we are encouraged to remember that here is our god and let us take it to jesus instead of sitting down and complaining and whining and saying all kinds of things please let us take it to jesus the same time we used to complain let us use the same time more beneficially by going to jesus that is how we will grow and come out as a church stronger and isaiah promises that he says then will the eyes of the blind be opened the ears of the deaf be cleared then will the lame leap like a stack at this moment some of us who are weak in the church who are weak in faith we are like the lame but as i saying that at the end of it all we will all live like a stag then the tongue of the mute will sing now many catholics cannot talk we are afraid we are being accused left and right and the facts are there we can't talk we are mute but friends jesus will heal our muteness at the end of it all and we will bounce back we will sing and praise god he says streams will burst forth in the desert and rivers in the step the burning sands will become pools and the tested ground springs of water right now it's as if the church is dry but the lord himself will water his church again he says in isaiah that when my people are thirsty and they cry out to me i the lord of israel the god of israel will quench their thirst. it is time the lord will quench our thirst god will quench our test but we must remember that our god is nearer us than we think here is your god as we sit this morning and as we come for holy communion i challenge you don't just walk and come but walk in faith the people who brought the mute man to jesus they came with faith friends so many things happen during communion we are called as i says here is your god and friends we are blessed as a church our god is in the world and our god is in the eucharist and our god is in all the sacraments of the church 
That is why no sacrament is celebrated without the word of God being read or proclaimed. And God and his word are one. Friends, we must let this sink in our hearts and our minds. Always. Here is your God. And let us reverence more and adore more Jesus in the Eucharistic law, in the, in the Eucharist. We are called to pray more than ever before. Let us show our test and let us show our hunger in the word or for the, our hunger and test for the word and hunger and test for the Eucharist. And friends, whatever it is, let us be like the people in the gospel. They had faith in Jesus. They trusted in Jesus. That is why they brought that man there. And it's interesting. Jesus took the man aside. Why? Jesus respected the dignity of the man. He took him aside and prayed for him and cured him and brought him back. And it's interesting. He told them, don't tell anybody. What are we told? The more he cautioned them not to talk about it, the more they proclaimed. The question this morning is, did they sin by disobeying Jesus? Think about it. He cautioned them not to talk about it. And we are told, but the more he ordered them not to, the more they proclaimed it. Right after mass, don't rush home, we will debate among ourselves as to whether the people sinned or not. That is Bible sharing after mass. And we are told he has done all things well. At the end of it all, whatever concerns you and I, once we bring it to Jesus, Jesus will do it well for us. Our individual problems as we sit here, those things that are causing us personal fears and group or universal fears together, at the end of it all, once we come to Jesus in faith, at the end of it all, Jesus will do it well for you and I. Amen. And friends, I repeat myself, as a church, this is not a time to complain, to insult. And friends, let us desist from talking to people who do not matter, who are not after our good. Yes. You are not obliged to, talk, to, to speak. You are not obliged. And if you must speak, speak through the right means. Your parish priest is there. If you have any grievance, come and share it with him. Let us desist from talking to the press unnecessarily. They are not part of the church. And we are in our house. We have our house cleansing to do. If we have problems in our house, let us sit together and resolve them. And for those who are thinking of leaving, please don't. Don't. Like Peter, to whom shall you go? And to whom shall we go? To whom shall we go? Friends, this is the church. This is his church. Peter denied Jesus three times. Jesus didn't abandon him. On the contrary, he prayed for him. He said, Peter, I have prayed for you. Satan has determined to sift you like, 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 like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. Friends, let us pray for the Pope. Let us pray for our cardinals. Let us pray for our bishops. It's not easy. It's not easy. They have good intentions for the church, but sometimes they act wrongly. Yes. yes. Peter denied Jesus three times. Jesus didn't abandon him. He prayed for him. Let's pray for our leaders. Let us all consciously pray for the Pope. Pray for the cardinals. That in these trying moments, we will sit down quietly as a church and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. 
What is the Spirit saying to the church? Yes. The Spirit obviously has a message for the church. What is the Spirit saying? That is the question we should answer. And Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. It is time for us once again to trust in the Lord as a church with all our hearts and lean not on our own understanding. We talk about policies here and there. What is the Lord saying? How does the Lord want us to resolve this issue? We must sit down and listen to the Holy Spirit. What is the Spirit saying to the church? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, including our way right now, acknowledge him and he will direct our paths. This is not a time to be running about, granting interviews. This is not a time for that. This is a time for us to sit before the Lord in the blessed sacrament and listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying to the church. Friends, God wants to lead us forward. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Say to those who are discouraged, say to those who are frightened, be strong, fear not. That is a message for each one of us. This is the time for us to encourage one another. Let us encourage one another, be strong. That is the message. And God is interesting. He says, say, say to those who are weak, those who are frightened, anyone, tell them, they should not be afraid. That is a message as we live today. Let us encourage one another. Let us assure one another with the word of God. Do not be afraid. The Lord your God is here. He comes with vindication, with divine recompense. He comes to save you. The Lord God will save his church. The Lord God will take care of us. May we rise and profess our faith.